Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hope you are hearing me clearly. Yes. Praise the Lord. We can hear you. Yes, yes. Amen. <clears throat> Let us pray. Almighty God, we want to thank you at this hour. We want to appreciate you. Father, we want to give you praise. We want to adore you. Father, thank you, O Lord, for this service today. Thank you, Almighty God, for your presence already in our midst. Jehovah, we pray, Almighty God, that your will be done in our midst fully today in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, I pray, let every one of us see you today. Almighty God, let us be in your presence today. Let your presence, O Lord, be opened unto us in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, by the blood of Jesus, sanctify us for your presence in the name of Jesus. I pray for open heavens. Let our heavens be open. Jehovah, let our heavens be open in the name of Jesus. I pray for your touch, my Father. Almighty God, touch each and every one of us. My Father, help us to receive your touch in the name of Jesus. Speak your word to us and let your word mix with our faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We glorify your name. Be thou magnified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We give God praise. The Lord is good. Amen. The uh, promise, our the promise of the year is taken from the book of uh, Ezekiel. Taken from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37, and it says, it says, I will put my spirit in you. I will place you in your own land. Then you shall, you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and perform it, says the Lord. Amen that you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and have performed it. That is the promise of the year for every one of us. Like we normally have a prerequisite. Whenever you want to go higher, whenever you want to assess some higher uh, level, there are always some prerequisite. And our precept for the year is taken also from Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. But I will start reading from verse 22 from verse 22 he says that put you that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceits to the deceitful lust 23 and and be renewed in the spirit of your mind then 24 and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in the true righteousness and holiness. Praise the Lord. That is to say, the promise of God is there. That is God's. That is for God to perform. Like he said, that you may know that the mouth of the Lord has spoken it and 
perform it. Yes, it is the Lord who will perform that Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 14. But you have a duty. You have a responsibility. The responsibility is for you to put off the old man, which is corrupt, and put on the new man which is according to God in true righteousness. Praise the Lord. So if your own part is fulfilled, definitely God is more than faithful to fulfill his own part. Said, I will put my spirit in you. I will put you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it. Praise the Lord. I will put you in your own land. I will give you what belongs to you. I will make you to be at peace. Nothing will make you to be afraid. I will be your God. I will protect you. This is the promise of God. When he says, I will put you in your own land, which means the enemy will not dispossess you of your land, which means you will not be afraid. You'll be at peace. You can sleep with your two eyes closed. You can be sure of your tomorrow. That is what this word of God is telling us. You can see the promise is very rich. And this is what each and every one of us want. But we must put on the new man and put off the old man which is corrupt. Praise the Lord. Amen. In accordance to putting off the old man, in accordance with putting off the old man, I'm going to be speaking on the topic that is called uh, Amen. I'm going to be speaking, let me put it the way I have written it here, uh, says, don't be numbered among they that compare themselves to themselves. Praise the Lord. Or, I put it this way, they that compare themselves to themselves are not wise. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. It says, For we dare not make ourselves of the, of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Praise the Lord. They comparing themselves among themselves, they are not wise. There are so many comparisons that we do. In fact, it is the nature of man to compare himself. But what you use to measure, what you use to compare matters a lot. And here God is telling us that we should not compare. If we compare ourselves to ourselves, we are not wise. That is to say, comparing ourselves to ourselves is not what God wants for us. Praise the Lord. If any man wants to know how he stands, he should compare himself in the Lord. He should look into the word of the Lord and know how he stands and knows how God wants him to stand. Praise the Lord. If we go into the book of Romans chapter 12 from verse 3, to eight. Romans chapter 12 from verse 3 to 8. It says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself. Measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us, just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function. So it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, 
and we all belong to each other. In this grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If, you, if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Praise the Lord. This is the reason why God says comparing ourselves to ourselves is not wise. Comparing ourselves to ourselves is not wise. It will not glorify God because the grace God has given to everyone, the grace God has given to each person is different. Praise the Lord. The grace of the eye and the grace of the hand, they are not the same. And the Bible says that we are of the same body, but different parts that has the responsibility to function differently. Praise the Lord. Tell me, how can the eye, the function of the eye, be compared to the function of the eyes? How can the function of the leg be compared to the function of the head? If the head is compared to the leg, on what basis are you going to compare them? Are you going to compare them that the leg is running well and the head is staying in its position well? There is no comparison. So when God has given you a responsibility and you want to know how you stand, how well you are doing, it is not for you to use another man as your yardstick. Praise the Lord. It's not for you to use another man as your yardstick. It's for you to look into the Lord. It's for you to look into the Lord. And when you look into the Lord, you're able to know, oh, this is the grace that I'm given. The Bible makes me to understand that who much is given, much is expected. If much has been given to you, then you should be able to produce much also. You cannot be compared to whom little is given. The parable of the ten talents, I mean, of the, of, of, of the five talents, the, 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 the two talents, the one talent. The one that had five was able to provide five. He was able to provide much. The one that had two was able to provide two, two more, because that is the level of faith that was given to him. And the Lord commanded both them that were able to produce. He didn't say that of the, uh, of the one that produced two more. He didn't commend that one more. He didn't commend that of the five more than that of the two because he knows the measure of what he has given to each and every one of us. What I'm trying to say is when we measure ourselves with ourselves, that is not the will of God. The will of God is for you to look into God himself and see how you stand. If you are lacking, if you are short in any way, then you will amend. Because it is in, the, in God that you will know the actual measure that you have been given and that is expected of you. Praise the Lord. I want to make some uh, clarity by using some uh, characters in the Bible. Isaiah, from Isaiah chapter 3, we see how Isaiah was delivering the message. That is to say, Isaiah was comparing his own stand. He was comparing his own uh, righteousness with the righteousness of the people. He was seeing himself as saying, oh, after all, I'm better than these people. So he was able to speak the way he was speaking. Let us go open our Bible to Isaiah chapter 3. Isaiah chapter 3 from verse 11. 
This is what Isaiah said about the people. Woe unto the wicked, it shall be ill with him. For, for the reward of his hand shall be given him. It is true. But in what context? We will soon, we will soon get to know. In Isaiah chapter 5, verse 18, he also mentioned that woe unto them that draw iniquity with cord of vanity and sin as it were with a cut rope. Then in Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20, he also mentioned a woe and said, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put that bitterness for sweet and sweet for bitterness. Praise the Lord. But when Isaiah compared himself with God, which is, which is what God is expecting, the comparison God is expecting from every one of us, when Isaiah compared himself with God, that is, when he saw the Lord, which is what God is asking us today, you have to look into his holiness. You have to see the Lord before you are able to know how you stand in him. Not comparison. Praise the Lord. Not comparing one with another. Isaiah chapter 6, from verses 1 to 5. I will read verses 5 because uh, of uh, I'm thinking of our time. Then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. This is a man who was this is a man who was calling woes, woes, woes to every other one. This is a man who was calling woes to every other person. But here, when he saw the Lord, when he see, when he saw the Lord, he was able to see himself in comparison. Then he said, Even me, woe unto me. Woe unto me, for I am undone. I am a man of unclean lips. He has been calling others unclean lips. But he better realized that he is a man of unclean lips. He is a man of unclean lips. So when we see ourselves in the Lord, when we are able to compare ourselves in the Lord, then we will be able to understand that we'll be able to understand how we stand and we'll be able to make the necessary correction. And if we read further, you will see Isaiah was corrected. What need to be what need to be done to Isaiah was corrected. Praise the Lord. Was corrected, need to be done. Isaiah was corrected. So if you see yourself in the law, you will see what you are supposed to do to make amends. Praise the Lord. I want to also look at another character. Praise the Lord. This is the, uh, in, in Luke chapter 18, verses 10 to 14. In Luke chapter 18, verses 10 to 14. This is what Jesus told us. Two men went up into the temple, a Pharisee and a Republican. The Pharisee stood, prayed thus with, with himself. I thank, I thank thee that I am not as other men as extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this, as, as this Republican. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I possess, and the Republican standing afar off will not lift up his head. Will not lift up his head. Praise the Lord. 
but smote upon his chest, saying, God, be merciful unto me. And Jesus said in verse 14, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humble himself shall be exalted. Praise the Lord. Everyone that exalted himself, because when we compare ourselves to ourselves, what it brings is pride. Oh, I'm better than this. Oh, after all, I am better than this. Oh, after all, I will not do what this man have done. After all, uh, I, you know, it will bring, it will bring, uh, it will bring, uh, it will bring pride. And we all know that God himself is the one that resists the proud. Praise the Lord. Amen. Moses compared himself to the people. Moses also compared himself to the people in Numbers chapter 20 from verses 10. He compared himself to the people. Numbers chapter 20 verses 10 said, And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. And he said unto them, Hear now, you rebels. Must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation and their animals drank. But he called the people rebels, praise the Lord, because he has compared himself to the people. And I've seen that what the people are doing in comparison to the state which he has. Praise the Lord. Which you see, Moses has Moses has seen the Lord. Moses has been on the mountain for 40 days with the Lord. Moses experience with the Lord cannot be compared with the people. So the grace on Moses' life is different from the grace of the people. So here, Moses was comparing himself, and he called the people rebels. And because of this, we know the consequence. We know the consequence. He lost what he labored for for 40 years. He was to go into the promised land. The reason he started the journey was to enter the promised land. But because of comparison, Oh, these people, they don't believe God. Oh, these people, they are doing what God is, is, is what is, what is uh, against God. And you call them names, which God did not call them. This is what comparison can be. We should always see the grace of God, that the grace are not equal. And if we see ourselves from that perspective, we will be able to understand and we will be able to relate well with everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So these are the things I want us to look at. I want us to understand that we should not compare ourselves because the grace are different. Amen. Why should we not compare ourselves? That is the next thing I want us. To, I want to. I want to talk about why we should not compare ourselves. That we have read in Romans chapter twelve, from verse three to verse eight. We should not compare ourselves because our responsibility are different. Our responsibility are different. The responsibility of the eye is different from the responsibility of the hand. So there is no basis for comparison. We should not compare ourselves because we have different level of the measure of faith that is given to us. We have different measure that is the measure of faith. The measure of faith given to A might not be the same of the measure of faith given to B. 
praise the Lord. You see some people dividing the world. You hear them dividing the world. You will go back to your Bible and begin to search. How come did I not know this? All this while that I've been reading this particular verse, how come I don't know it like this? How come I, it was not revealed to me like this? Praise the Lord. You give glory to God and say, thank God for this revelation. Thank God, because the revelation you have received that somebody has shared is something that you now know. It is no longer something that is missing out of you. So you are not supposed to compare because the grace given to A is different from the grace given to B. Verse 4 says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we, are all, we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us sufficient gifts for doing certain things well. Certain things well. Praise the Lord. Certain things well. Some have been given the gift of singing. Some have been given the gift of prophecy. They, are, they cannot compare themselves. The one who prophesied will not see himself as, you know, more, more spiritual than the one that sings to glorify God. God wants us not to compare ourselves, but to look into his holiness to see how we stand. Praise the Lord. The grace is different. The responsibility is different. And also, the accountability will also be different. Praise the Lord. That is why we must not compare ourselves with ourselves. Praise the Lord. When we compare ourselves, what happens? When we compare ourselves with ourselves, what happens? Praise the Lord. Amen. We think of ourselves more than all we ought to think. We think of ourselves more than all we ought to think. So this is a strategy of the devil. When he makes people to, to compare themselves, it's a strategy of the devil. The devil knows that if a fix, if your eye is on the Lord, the devil knows that if your if your comparison is of the Lord, you there will be no pride in you. You will see that, like Paul said, I press forward towards the mark so that I might obtain the price. The price that awaits those press. I press towards the mark. Which time you have, if, if, you're, if you're always focused on God, you will always have the reason to press. You will always have the reason to press. You will not have the reason to glorify or um, I mean to glory on your day. You will see that you still have something to do. You will see that there is still a green, I mean, there is still a lot of white feed for you to go in and harvest. If you are not comparing yourself, if your face, your eyes is upon the Lord. It will make you think of yourself more than you ought to think of yourself if you compare yourself. Let us open to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 6. For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool. I will speak the truth, but I refrain, lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be, or hear from me. Praise the Lord. I restrain myself so that people will think of me above 
what I ought to think. There is tendency for people to think of you more than what you are, whether spiritually or physically. But you must be conscious of this. You must be conscious of this. And that is why when there is element of that, you should quickly direct the people properly. That is why you must be careful of praise. When men begin to praise you, begin to understand that is closing up quickly. And when you begin to when you begin to enjoy the praise of men, know that the devil is closing you up. So you must be careful. Anytime you receive a comment, a comment that, that, that is above what you are supposed to think yourself, take note and understand that you need to do something about it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Paul has an ailment. Paul that was that was healing people, his apron was healing people, his shadow was healing people, but he himself was carrying an ailment. And he prayed three times unto the Lord and said that you will remove this instrument of the devil that is by my side. And God told him, my grace is sufficient. Praise the Lord. I'm sure God makes sure that he is dead so that he will not think of himself more than himself. He will not say that he is the one doing the healing. The devil would have made him to, to look like God in his own eyes. But he knows that if, that if I am to do all this, doing people, you know, making the making people to well, casting out demons, mm -hmm. and I'm not able to heal myself, then definitely it is not me who is doing it, but God that is in me. He gave the glory to God. Praise the Lord. He gave glory to God because it is God who is doing it. Amen. Amen. Hope you can hear me. Praise the Lord. Hope. Okay. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we compare ourselves, it can make us to lose the goal of the promised land. That's what happened to Moses. What happens to Moses? It, it was told to Moses in, in Numbers chapter 20, verse 12. The Lord spoke to Moses, Aaron, because you did not believe me, to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Cannot bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. And that was final. Praise the Lord. Amen. The particular language in Nigeria will say bam. That is to say, that is full stop. There is no addition. Even when Moses tried to add, God said, Don't mention it again. Mention it again. To whom much is given. Much is expected. So if we compare ourselves, we might end up like Moses. But God forbid we end up like Moses in the name of Jesus. When we compare ourselves, it removes our focus from the Lord and gives us fake confidence. It removes our focus from the Lord. It gives us fake confidence. I was hearing a man was saying, when we were when we were somewhere, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did that, I did that. And quickly the Lord pointed me and said, the I in this man's statement is too much. The I in this man's statement is this is too much. It is not this man who did it, it is Jesus 
through him who did it. Praise the Lord. So it gives it, it when you compare, when you compare yourselves, it make it makes you to look us. Let's open our Bible to John chapter 8 from 31 to 33. John chapter 8 from verse 31 to 33. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, if you are in my world, you are my disciples indeed. 32. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will made, be made free? Praise the Lord. Because their focus is not in the Lord. Their focus is not in the Lord. They never saw themselves as being slaves to sin because their focus were on themselves. So they have Abraham as their father. How can they be bondmen? So our focus is not on God. When we compare ourselves, we tend to live on fake confidence. Revelation chapter 3, verse 17. Revelation chapter 3, verse 17. He says, because you say I am rich, have become worthy, I have no need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, blind, and naked. Praise the Lord. We compare ourselves, we do have this kind of confidence, but the confidence that is not in, that is not in the Lord is the confidence of a miserable man, the confidence of a wretched man, the confidence of a blind and naked person. So we must put our focus in the and we must not compare ourselves. It brings it brings pride. Amen. It brings pride. Like the story in Genesis chapter 3 to 4. Chapter 6 to 4. When Sarah, when Sarah gave Hagar to Abraham, Abraham made Abraham married her, and she conceived. Because she conceived, she began to despise her her mistress. She began to despise the one that has, in the first place, showed her favor. Praise the Lord. Because she compared herself with her mistress and said, Aha, this is, uh, uh, I, 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 this, this is who I am. I'm going to bear a, I'm going to bear a child for our So who are you? Praise the Lord. When that happens to her, she was thrown out of the house. But because of the promise of God over Ishmael, that was what saved her in the wilderness that the Lord make well to appear in her wilderness. If not, she and her son would have died because she compared herself. She herself with her mistress because she is carrying a child. It brings pride. It also brings strife. Okay? It also brings strife. Because of our time, I will read this only. James chapter 6, 3, verse 16. Chapter 3, verse 16. When we compare ourselves, it is envy, and envy will result to strife. It brings envy, and envy will result to strife. Praise the Lord. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. When we compare ourselves, definitely it will bring envy. We begin to see the wrong that is not there. We begin to see the force that is not there. 
because what occupied our heart is for correction, but what occupied our hearts before we are passing the judgment is comparison, is envy. Praise the Lord. This is what it will result to if we do not look on, on look into God, but looking into ourselves. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter three, verse thirty-three. First Corinthians chapter three, verse thirty-three. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envy and strife and division, and ye are not carnal and walk. Are you not carnal and walk as men? Praise the Lord. Here it shows when we when we allow envy as a result of comparison. It is, it is a sign of carnality. That spirit is not ruling over us. That we are allowing flesh to dictate to us. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. What is God expecting? What does God expect from us? Instead of comparing ourselves to ourselves, what does God expect from us? Because the only reason why comparison might be good is for improvement. For improvement. And God is saying, if you want to do that comparison, do it with him. Like Isaiah did, he saw the law, and he was able to know his true state. Be closer to God. Read the word of God and understand and apply it to yourself. Let the word of God be your mirror. Mirror yourself on the word of God. That is the comparison that God wants us to do. Compare yourself with the word of God. What are you doing? What does the word of God say you should do? Comply to the word. Don't look for excuses. Don't look for preachers that will tell you that what you are doing is right when the Bible already condemned that. Don't say those preachers, they, they, what they say is what you are going to follow. That is not what God is asking you. It tells you to follow the word. Follow his word. Follow his word. Do exactly what the word says. Praise the Lord. Some people, they will be doing what is wrong. And I was talking to someone one day, say, this thing you are doing is not the will of God. The person answered me and said, the Holy Spirit has not convinced me. Something that is black and white, that is not the will of God. So many of us look for excuses that are not found in the word of God to establish and remain in the way of life that does not please God that we are living. Praise the Lord. What does God expect from us? He wants us to see ourselves through him. Let us open our Bible to Matthew chapter 8, verse 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse 8. He says, the centurion answered, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but I speak the word only, and my servant shall be whole. When you look, when you look into the Lord, you see yourself through his word, and you will be in the right perspective. These men have met with the Lord, and they have seen the Lord. They see that despite the fact that they have some level of authority, 
but the authority, the level of the authority of God supersedes theirs, and therefore they speak accordingly. Praise the Lord. In verse 9, it says, For I'm, I'm also a man under authority. Amen. For I'm also a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Praise the Lord. Amen. What I'm trying to say is, when you look into God, you'll be able to see, you'll be able to understand and you'll be able to be in the right perspective of who you are and what you should do. Praise the Lord. In Luke chapter 5, verse 8. Luke chapter 5, verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knee, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. He was able to see himself. He, nobody told him who Jesus was. But when Jesus says, cast thy net on the right side, someone who was trying to fish the trial the whole night, and somebody told him, just cast your net on the right side. And he was able to catch a net-breaking fish. Immediately, he understands that this is a man of God. And his righteousness is very high. He says, go away from me. I'm a man. I'm a sinful man. Because he was able to see God in the right perspective. You compare yourself with God. You look into the world. You will be able to see yourself you'll be able to see yourself properly. Praise the Lord. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, which should be something that is very, very common with us by now, say, put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. This is what God is expecting from you when you want to compare when you look into him praise the lord when you look into the lord you'll be able to maximize the grace of god in your life you'll be able to maximize the grace of god in your life romans chapter 12 from verses 6 to verse 8 romans chapter 12 from verse 6 to verse 8. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving God, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. It is, if it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take it responsibly. And if you have a gift for showing kindness, do it gladly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The last one we will go into before we pray is to glorify God with all our abilities. That is what God wants from us. You look into God, you want to compare, but what God wants from us is to glorify him with all our abilities. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is man's all. That is to say, this is what 
God one from us. In other translations, say this is the duty of man to give God glory, to glorify God in everything. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse fifteen. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse fifteen. He says. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. Praise the Lord. That is to say, as your grace, as your grace touches more people, God will be glorified the more. Praise the Lord. God will be glorified more. Amen. I want us to pray before uh, before I, I hand it over to my pastor. The first prayer I want us to pray is you will talk to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to put off the old man in my life and put on the new man after your righteousness, after the truth, and that you put on the new man, which is according, which was created according to God in, the, in true righteousness and holiness. This is very, very important for you to be fulfilled this year. Talk to God. My Father, I pray, help me in the name of Jesus. I have no power of my own, O oh Lord. I have no power of my own, Jehovah. I look up unto you, Jesus. Help me to put on the, put on the new man completely and put off the old man completely. Help me to put it off, Lord. Help me not to retain any filthiness of the old man. Help me to let me not to retain any way of the old man, but let me continue, let me completely be enveloped, O Lord, by your grace in the name of Jesus for the new man. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jehovah. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now I want us to pray. Isaiah saw the Lord. And he knew that he's a man of unclean lips. You are going to pray and say, Father, reveal yourself to me, almighty God, so that I can know who I am, so that I can do the right adjustment in the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, help me, O Lord, to know who I am in you, in the name of Jesus. Almighty Father, Help me to look into your holiness. Help me to look into your righteousness and see myself, Lord. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. Talk to God and say, let me be closer to your word so that your word will be my mirror in the name of Jesus so that I can always see myself in your mirror. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, almighty God. We give you all the praise. Talk to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, almighty God, let me receive a touch from you now. Touch me, O oh Lord, and make me whole. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord.